the last episode of Conceptualized, we talked about the fourth track on Logic's sophomore album, The Incredible True Story, a song entitled Like Whoa. And during that episode, I mentioned that it was the first of two songs that I'd like to consider hype tracks. Songs that are designed to be more fun, energetic, and carefree. Every single album in the history of popular music has them, and there are always songs in hip-hop albums that are made just for pure fun of making music. There doesn't need to be any deeper meaning behind them, other than to express fun. I feel like because music has been known for the purpose of expressing deeper feelings, that we can sometimes look for something that's not there. Like Woe and the subject of today's episode are perfect examples of this. You're listening to Conceptualized, an episodic comprehensive breakdown of hip-hop's transformative concept albums. Written and hosted by me, Rob Furlong, produced and engineered by myself and James Vandegrift at Hole in the Wall Media. Theme song by Blossom Music. Today, we will talk about the fifth song on Logic's sophomore album, The Incredible True Story. A song entitled Young Jesus, a hype track that has its roots in the 90s. If you haven't noticed yet, the theme song for Conceptualized has changed. The new theme song is called Space Cowboy, and I wanted to take the time to thank the artist Blossom for letting me use the track for season one. Blossom is an independent artist that makes laid-back, chill, instrumental hip-hop. So head over to SoundCloud to check them out. You can find them on SoundCloud or YouTube. Just search Blossom Music. The links are in the description. Make sure to go listen, like, and share. Like I said earlier, Young Jesus has its roots in the 90s. And we obviously can reference that with the beginning of the song when Logic specifically says, let's take it back to the 90s. Damn, damn. It's that 9-5 shit right here. Take them back to the 90s. But historically and sonically, the song is styled like a 90s jam. Groups like Wu-Tang Clan, or Bone Thugs and Harmony, or Outkast. So, Young Jesus is a song that is designed to just be fun, spit bars, and brag about being the best MC. This is hip-hop in one of its most time-tested forms. Every major rapper has to put a song like this on their albums, for as long as I can remember. For example, Run DMC's Tricky was a track just to showcase lyrical supremacy in the 80s. 
Or Ice Cube's track, Check Yourself, did the same thing in the 90s. And in the 2000s, Lil Wayne was known for making tracks that fit that exact description. Daughter, father, motherfucker, copper, got the Maserati dancing on the bridge. Pussy poppin', tell the coppers, ha, 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 you can't catch him, you can't stop him. I go by them goon rules. If you can't beat them, then you pop them. You can't man them, then you mop them. You can't stand them, then you drop them. You pop them, cause we pop them like over Red and Baca. So with that brief history of hype tracks, Q, Young Jesus. First, I want to talk about the sampling in Young Jesus. They do a masterful job of patching the samples in together to make a great track. The track was produced by Six, who was Logic's main producer. He's been with Logic since the Young Sinatra mixtapes, and he's continued to be his executive producer for his music. The first sample he uses is James Blake's Take a Fall For Me. Love is like a stroke of light. Melt in the heat of my passion. Magnetic attraction is causing a strong reaction. I need you like I need Literally, he samples just the first note. And then he uses it to build the beat. The second sample he uses is from a 70s and 80s funk band called ESG. The sample is from a track called UFO. And they use this sample more intermittently, and is yet another small sample. It is used as more of a filler than anything to create a sci-fi effect. And the last sample used here is very subtle. It comes from Lil John and the East Side Boys 1997 song, Who You With. Once again is a single note sample that is used more subtly, and you have to pay attention to the background to notice. Here is the sample from Lil John. And if you listen, you'll hear it, right as Logic starts his first verse. So the first verse here is Logic's verse all to himself. 
It's his turn to show off what he can do lyrically to prove his superiority. He'll cleverly weave his way through lines about coming up as a mischievous young teen by relating to Dennis the Menace. Okay, now take a trip inside my mind like you was off the Venice. It's me and B.I.G. L.M.B.O. cooking like chemists. Take him back to way back when like Dennis the Menace. Causing mayhem on the come up like a young apprentice. Smoking weed and getting higher than a flight. And graduating to do stuff that can have longer consequences, like jail or unplanned parenthood. He'll then pass the mic to Big Lenbo, who will in turn get an entire verse to himself, other than a brief interjection from Logic. Before we jump into his verse, I want to take the moment to discuss the relationship Big Lenbo has with Logic. While Logic was first taking rap seriously and starting to do local shows, he met Big Lenbo. And over the course of a year or two, with the relationship growing, Logic ended up living in Big Lenbo's basement. In an interview with Sermon from Sermon's Domain, Lenbo will describe how that situation came about. This is a part of the story that every Logic fan knows. Uh, you let him stay in your basement for a year. That's right, man. Yeah. A lot of people probably wouldn't have done that. I, I, I have friends, and I don't know if I, if I had a basement. I don't know if I would let them stay there. So what made you extend this hospitality to Bobby? Well, from the first time, all right, so we met that night. And then the second time we hooked up, I went over to his sister's house. And he played me a bunch of records, man. He had eventually would have other shows and I would go see him, you know what I mean? And it would be like, you know, it'd be just him. And then it'd be just me and him, you know what I mean? So he'd do these other shows and it'd just be me and then I'd scoop him up mm -hmm. and we'd go, go to the show, you know what I mean? And I think it happened my present. Yeah, well at first he, um, he had to move out of his sister's house. And, was, that, uh, was it a falling out or? Yeah, a little falling out and he had some trouble there and she just, you know, she couldn't, it anymore and uh he moved to his godmother's house mary joe and he had no place to set up the studio well, uh, sooner or later his time ran out at his godmom's house and uh you know we had a talk and uh yeah i just i invited him to come stay you know we had the room we had the space and uh yeah man that was it back to big limbo's verse on young jesus Lembo will also do a masterful job of just making rhymes that all have double entendres to his perceived lyrical superiority. Hey yo, fuck all that. It's the fat young Jesus. Low prestigious, stuck the money and play in the field, man, like Regis. Better believers, believers, grabbing your bitches, cleavage like. I went from surveying to super saying slam the man. Bitches want an autograph, I sign them titties and crayon like I He'll even discuss his own change in status, since he had Logic living in his basement while he worked as a surveyor. The third verse is where they employ a tactic that was made popular by groups like A Tribe Called Quest, I heard you rushed and rushed and attacked, then they rebuked and you 
had to smack Causing rambunction Throughout the sphere Raise the levels of the boom Inside the ear You know I did it So don't violate Or you'll get violated And Wu-Tang Clan Dedicated to all Jeeps and Land Cruisers Dedicated to the Fives It's probably most famously and recently employed by Jay-Z and Kanye on their joint album, Watch the Throne. If you don't know yet, I'm referring to when multiple MCs do a full verse with each kind of interjecting for a few bars. Logic and Lembo do a good job as well, and it makes the song a little more fun to listen to. What's really cool in Young Jesus is the way they pass the mic. They switch in the middle of the line and the latter finishes the prior's thought before starting his own. So as Young Jesus comes to a close, so does Logic's section of the album that I like to call the High Life section. This is where Logic finally gets to brag and have fun and enjoy his continued rise to stardom. This is the point in Logic's career where all arrows are pointing upwards. He is no longer a struggling musician. He isn't Michael Jackson or anything, but he is a known commodity in hip hop, and he's still continuing to gain popularity. He is far from poor now, and he is really just enjoying making music and touring and spending his time with friends and family at home when he gets the chance. He's still grinding, but the payoff is becoming big. This part of the album is fun, lighthearted, and energetic. And it's important in life to take time to just goof off have fun, and enjoy yourself. Life doesn't always have to be so introspective, which is exactly what we'll get from Logic for the next few songs, that will introduce some introspective elements into the album. And we'll also hear more from our space travelers, Kai, Thomas, and Thalia. Thanks again for listening to Conceptualized, and make sure to like, comment, subscribe, follow, and most importantly, share. Hey guys. I wanted to tell you about Inspired by Neyave. Inspired by Neyave is an art collection by Michael Neyave that is concepted to help others feel inspired through his art of inspirational figures. His piece on logic is amazing 
and as soon as I saw it, I knew other Logic fans would love to get their hands on it. The good news is, you can head on over to inspiredbynayave.com and buy a print. These unique portraits are perfect for your office, bedroom, or art collection. Not only can you find Logic, but other inspirational artists like Drake, Chance the Rapper, and Eminem. Check it out. The link is in the description. That's inspiredbynayave.com.